Hi there, I'm so glad that you've tuned in for today's podcast. Uh, This is Pastor Sandra from Modesty Christian Girls Club. I'm coming to you uh, today just so that we can go together and understand a few things from God's word. Um, I've been brewing this, or rather the Spirit of God has been brewing um, what I'm going to share today in my heart. And I feel like it's, it's, it's one of those things that we need to address, that we need to look at, you know, as young people, as you're, you know, starting out in life, as you're growing as a young lady, as you're getting, you know, year in, year out, you're getting older and you're getting to understand how the world works and all of that. You find out that quite a few people have um, uh, anxiety or thoughts about the future or fears about the future and they're thinking in their hearts and sometimes they don't say it loud but sometimes they do um you know just thinking you know what am i going to become uh what what you know in, what's my future going to be like uh will i pass my exams um will i do well in school will i you know get the grades that i need in my gcscs um will i pass uni will i even go to uni um you know just niggling thoughts you know emotions that come to you when you start to think about your future um will i get married um you know some people get married and you know even before they get married they're panicking oh will i will i have children will i get will i have kids you know that fear of the future, the fear of what's going to happen, you know, uh, is my life going to, going to be worth something? Am I going to achieve anything? All those thoughts and fears, you know, they might come to you from time to time. And as a young lady, you know, starting off in life, these may be thoughts that can come to you or that you, you know, that can sometimes affect your, your, your thinking and reasoning sometimes. And, um, you know, that some people can make, uh, um, drastic or take drastic, uh, decisions that sometimes affect them negatively but it's because of the fears and the anxieties and the worries about the future that's caused them to take that decision so today as a topic we're going to be dealing with the fear of the future and and I feel like God is has put this in my heart to share with you uh, so that we can understand better how to deal with the fear of the future, um, what it is and how, how to, how to um, look at it from a, a standpoint, a spiritual standpoint of view, how to look at it and know what God's mind is about the future. Praise God. Uh, before we go into God's word, let's just pray, say a, a, a short word word of prayer. Father, thank you. I give you all of the praise and glory and honor. You are a good God. I testify to you. I testify to it 
every day that you are a great God. You're a good God. You love us all. I bless you, oh God, for such an opportunity as this, where we are sharing God's word and listening, oh God, for you to speak to us your word as it concerns our future. Thank you, Lord God, because every hearer, as they listen, let your word comfort them, Lord. Let your word stir up their hearts. Let your word be a source of inspiration. Let your word be a source of comfort, of joy, peace. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you once again for joining in today's podcast. So we're going to go straight in because there's quite a few things that we need to go through. Excuse me. Um, So we're going to go straight in and look at it. You know, uh, as part of my introduction, I did say that, you know, thoughts, emotions can run high because of this even up to decisions can be made because of fear, fear of the future, fear of the future, fear of the future. I remember when I was in, um, uh, in, 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 you know, I had finished uni. I want to say uni, <clears throat> but it's not, I'd finished uni and I was in law school. Um, when I was in law school, I had someone that I knew who weren't really close, but just someone who was in law school with me as well. And her thinking really at that time fascinated me because all she wanted to do was get married, but as a second wife. And her and it it, it baffled us at the time. We're like, why would you why would you want to get married to someone who's already married? you know, and and for you to be a second wife. And her reply was that, well, obviously if he's, if he's got a first wife and he wants a second wife, that means he probably has a lot of money and he'll be, be able to look after me and my, and my kids. And, and, and (laughs) for years I've always been, uh, you know, when I think back at that, I've always been amazed her fear of the future at that time was, you know, you know, fine. She was in law school. She was not even thinking about using her degree. She just wanted to get married as a second wife. So this is someone who's not never been married. All she thought about was, uh, you know, her future. She wants to be a second wife just so that, uh, whoever she gets married to will be able to look after her and, and her, and her kids that she will, that she will have with him, you know? And, you know, it just baffles me that someone of that intellect, someone who, you know, has never been married, all you can think about is being a second wife. Why? Fear. Just being scared of the future. Scared of what it's going to bring. Scared of, you know, um, the thoughts of how and why and if you're going to make it. But I've come to you with good news today, and I believe God that through his word in this teaching, we will understand what he wants us to to understand. Praise God. Right. We're going to delve straight in to a very popular scripture and a scripture that I love so much. And um, it's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. 
Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Praise God forevermore. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. And the scripture says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Isn't that wonderful? So one one of the things we get from this scripture, I'll read it again, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. So from here, number one, we know that God thinks. He thinks and he doesn't just think thoughts. He thinks thoughts of you. He thinks about us. And when he thinks of us, the thoughts that he has for us are, number one, thoughts of peace and not of of evil. Number two, the thoughts that he's thinking are not just of peace or half peace. No, but... In that peace, he wants to give us an expected end. God can never think thoughts of evil against us. Hallelujah. So take solace in this, that the Lord himself, he thinks of you. Isn't that fantastic? The God that created the whole world, that has nations nations of the world in his palms he is still able to think about you and you might say oh i'm only just tiny i'm only 13 years old i'm only 14 or oh you know um i've spent so much of my life i've wasted quite 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 a few years of my life i'm i'm 23 or i'm i'm 18 i'm 20 now i've 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 done so much already and i don't even think um i, I can make up the years that i've lost no god thinks about you and he thinks of you thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Now, some translations actually say to give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. To give you a future and a hope. God has got you. He's got your back, girl. He has got you and he has plans for you and every plan that he has for you will come to pass in Jesus name. Amen. So it is comforting to know that God does not think evil for you. All those thoughts, you know, some people actually have panic attacks because they're panicking. Oh, oh, am I going to pass? Oh, exams. And they're panicking, panicking. No, relax, baby girl, relax. God has got you. He has got you. He's got plans for you. And there are plans of peace. You know, sometimes some people panic when you mention God because they feel like God is this, uh, you know, ginormous figure and he's holding, wielding um, a, a, a rod of correction 
always wanting to to take a strike at you. Oh, you've done this wrong. Why did you do this? And you know, just to keep striking at you. No, God is not like that. The Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever, whoever you are in this world, whoever, no matter how little, how big, how short, how tall, no matter who you are, if you believe in him, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. Praise God. So God has a future for us. And that future is an expected end. What do you mean when you say expected? What is an expected end? He doesn't just, you know, some people panic. Oh, you know, God, they feel that God's will is going to be so terrible. Oh, you know, they, they feel that God, um, God's will is going to be something that they can never live up to. But here, the scripture here says an expected end. What does it mean when you're expecting something? It's something that you're expecting to happen. So, for example, I went to law school and therefore I'm expected to be a lawyer when I finish law school. You know, I I can't have finished law school and people will be expecting me to be a doctor. It don't happen. It don't, it, it doesn't work that way. Your expected end is something that you expect to happen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the Bible here says he's to give you an expected end. Your expected end. Are you hoping that you will, you're, you're going to get married? Then I've got news for you. You will get married. Are you hoping that when you get married, you will have kids? Then I've got news for you. You will have kids. Are you hoping that, you know, um, you're going to do your GCSEs and you're going to come out with the grades that you need to go to university. I have news for you. You will do your GCSEs and you will come out with the grades that you need to go to university. Why? It is an expected end. It's what you expect to happen and what you expect to happen. God has plans that it will happen. Praise God. Unexpected end. I'll read that again for you. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about this. I am so excited about this because... God is not just, uh, you know, just so far away. You know, he doesn't, you know, he's, he's too busy and, and too occupied to think about little me. You know, no. He cares and because he cares, he'll give you an expected end. Praise God. And so that is key. And that is the key scripture that I want to embed in our minds today. God has plans for us and the plans are plans of peace. You know, the Bible says, do not be troubled. Do not be troubled. The world may have a lot of troubles, but you in the world, you are not of this world. So you shouldn't be troubled. Don't let the fear of the future affect you. You know, praise God. Let's push on 
I've got a few uh, other scriptures to read and I will come back to Jeremiah 29. Um, Excuse me, but let's go to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Proverbs chapter 3. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. God is good. He's a good God. Remember one scripture, I think we've read it once before, where this, where the Bible says that um, if you who knows what is good, knows how to good, give good gifts to your children, how much, how much more God will give you what you, what you desire. You know, he says, how can you, if a, if a parent, if a child asks the, the parent for bread, He's not going to give him a stone or he asks for fish. He's not going to give him a, a, a serpent. You know, he says, if you who are human know how to good, give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven give to you the, the, the Holy Spirit to those who ask. Praise God. Uh, Proverbs chapter three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding let's let's go on to uh psalm 37 psalm 37 verse 5 psalm 37 verse 5 commit your way unto the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. That is like a blank check right there. You know what a blank check is? You know, whereas for example, just imagine, you know, uh, what's this very wealthy guy, uh, Bezos who owns Amazon. Okay. I think he's, he's re- retired or stepped down or something like that, but he, he owned, uh, um, he owns Amazon. Bezos, just imagine Bezos gives you a check in his name, blank. He says, just here you go. You can put whatever figure you want and go and cash it. Isn't that awesome? So just this scripture, Psalm 37 verse 5, it says, commit thy way to the Lord, trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So we know that God has our future planned for us. What is it? What is it? Your expected end, what you expect to happen in your future. And he's thinking about you. He has good thoughts about you for it to come to pass. Okay. So knowing that he, he owns and he, he's got thoughts about me. What do I need to do? And this is quite clear in these scriptures that we've read in Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6, and Psalm 37. It says, trust in the Lord, Proverbs um, 3, verse, verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. To acknowledge someone is, so for example, if I was standing by the doorway and you were to walk past you, you know, you came, uh, you came through and then you saw me there and you walked past me. It just means you've not acknowledged my presence at all. You don't walk past. 
But if you uh, looked and said, oh, hi, is that, are you Pastor Sandra? Are you Sandra? I said, hi, and all that. You've acknowledged my presence, okay? So that just means that whatever thing that you were doing, you committed to the hands of God. So for example, you're going to do your exams. It's in two weeks. You committed to, to the hands of the Lord. You say, Lord, I've got exams in maths, in English. I commit it to your hands. I've got my big test coming up. Lord, I need you to help me. My year eight big test, I need you to help me. I've got, Lord, my GCSEs coming up. Lord, I need you to help me. Lord, I've got my first paper in uni. I need you to help me. Father, I finished um, high school now. I'm getting into college. I need you to help me. Commit your ways to the Lord. Commit your ways to the Lord in all. Don't, nothing is too small. Nothing too little to commit to the hands of the Lord. Look at what it says, Psalm 37 verse 5. And I'm going to read the New Living Translation. It says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Full stop. Then it says, trust him and he will help you. I'll read it again. Commit everything you do to the Lord. New Living Translation, Psalm 37 verse 5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. Everything you do, commit to the Lord. And that's the way you acknowledge him. You know, in, in the previous one, say acknowledge. you acknowledge him. And he has never failed and he will not start to fail in your case. He can never fail. He's God. So when you commit everything to the Lord, in all your ways, you're acknowledging him. He's going to direct you. He's going to lead you. He's going to, you know, he's going to let you know, you know, I've had testimonies of people who were reading certain things and, and the Lord would direct them to certain parts of it to study this. Or right there in the exam hall, they're writing stuff and the Spirit of God is nudging them. No, you're wrong. Cancel it. Start again. Write this. Do it this way. Why? They acknowledge God in their ways and the Spirit of God is telling them. I've had people testify that that has happened. And it's happened to me as well before. You know, you're writing, you're scribbling, scribbling, and somebody's just telling you, no, this, you're wrong, you're wrong. Cancel it, start again, start again. And you, and you, you start again, you, and when you come out of the exam hall, you're like, wow, something told me that's God. That something was God telling you. Praise God. Hallelujah. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. You finish university and you say, God, I need, I, I need a job. I need your help. I need you to, to help me pick with job to do. And he will help you. So in dealing with the fear of the future, one of the key things that you should know 
is number one, understand that God's got your back. Hallelujah. He has plans. He has thoughts to give you an expected end. And I've already explained to you what the expected end is. Then number two, commit your ways, everything. Don't think nothing is too, too small with God to commit to him. Nothing is too small. He cares so much about you that he's happy for you to tell him. And as you do that, you activate God, God's working um, over your life, you know, such that when the enemy comes with evil plans, God tells him back off. This is, this is my child back off. You're not allowed back off. You're not permitted back off. Don't do that back off because obviously he is the God of this world and is going to try to fight you in every way he can. But when you've committed your ways to the Lord, the Lord's got your back and he will keep his angels charge over you. Hallelujah. He will make sure that there are spiritual, um, um, over, oversee rather. He will make sure that he's spiritually overseeing everything over you. He's committed to you. Hallelujah. It says, commit your ways to the Lord. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. God has never failed and he will never fail. He's not going to start now. He's never going to start because of you. He's lived zillions of years. If I can use that term, he's seen different human beings on the earth. Okay. So there's no type of person that he doesn't know or he hasn't seen or he doesn't understand. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to quickly round this off because of time. Um, let's go back to Jeremiah 29 verse. I'll read verse 11 to 13 this time and I'll round up. So Jeremiah 29 verse 11 to 13. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Praise God. You're never too young to serve the Lord. When you seek him, you will find him. When you search for him with all your heart, you will find him. He's, you're not too young, never too young to serve him, never too old to serve him. Hallelujah. He says, you shall seek me and find me. But you have to seek for him. You have to commit your ways to him. So God has a role for him to play, but you also have got your own role, you know, uh, you know, some people say, oh, just leave me. I want to enjoy my life. When I'm old, then I'll serve God. No, <laughs> you know, you know, your ways, acknowledge him in all your ways. Everything you do, acknowledge him, you know, don't just walk past him in everything you do. And then at the end, oh, where's God? Where is he? You didn't acknowledge him, did you? He was stood by the door. Remember the analogy I said earlier, standing by the door and he just walked past me, you know? He's standing there, just knocking slowly. He's always there. 
if you don't acknowledge him how can he have anything to you know have any impact in your life if you don't acknowledge him so acknowledge it says search him it says and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart praise god hallelujah i believe that god has blessed you with this word go back listen to it again and again share it with your friends and family and and just encourage everyone do not be afraid of the future the future has got great things in store for you and with god leading you you will get to your expected end in jesus name god bless you this is sandra modesty christian girls club spread the news around these are things that are words and seeds of encouragement seeds that will build you up as a a, a genuine daughter of the king genuine daughter of the lord may the lord bless you and and cause his face to shine upon you hallelujah amen so if you want to reach me you can email modestygirls2021 at gmail.com um you can send me an email that way. Uh, we're on Facebook, Modesty Girls Christian Girls Club. We're on in- Instagram, so follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook and, and just be a part of what God is doing. God bless you and I'll see you next next time.